Welcome back to another episode of the Dynasty Academy. I'm Michael Washington Weeks, Eli Emanuel, and Mark Angst. I am here tonight as well. Uh, last week we discussed two drafts we finished tonight. We're going to discuss two drafts that we finished. Same format. We'll probably just run down to quickly the first round. We have a second year Devi and a first year Devi, similarly. Uh, we'll start with two leagues are Devi Empire and the Return of the Empire. We are going to call Devi Empire Empire and the Return of the Empire Return, right? <laughs> just so we don't get everybody confused that's listening out there. Did you want to do like a mic check to make sure that one of us isn't hotter than the other? Or? You don't know. Maybe John Elway is his mother. Want to hear something funny? Taysom Hill. Did he just take? <laughs> he did just take all. <laughs> My inspiration is people that think AJ Dillon's going to be a thing. Somebody was like trading the young wide receiver just to get a young player. I don't. We literally traded John Wall in a first for fucking Westbrook. Do 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 do. That's our Mark Jam in there for a second, so I thought I'd keep it going, and then he just stopped. Because you stopped do do It's not enough of a fix for me. That's like. I need the full heroin needle. Please wear a mask. God damn it, wear a mask. I want to get out of this. Wear a damn mask. Oh no, please wear too many apps. I don't know what to follow. Uh, we'll just run down the first round. Is that what we want to do? We'll just jump right into it. Just run right through it. Right okay, Mark, you want to lead? You want to lead off? Go ahead. You can lead off, Mark. It's cool. I got the first pick between us three, so. You do so. The number one overall pick was This was the second Dijon. year Debbie. Sorry. This Se- was the second year Debbie. Yeah. Sorry. Yep. Second year Debbie. Um Fields, Lawrence, all off the board. Uh Brees Hall also was off the board. That was probably one of the most surprising ones from the prior year. So the owner went with Bajan Robinson running back Texas right off the bat. Rebuilding team. Um could have he probably could have won Spiller, but I think he's just looking for the overall just value of Bijan, and I think he's in love with Bijan as much as Michael is. So, and then surprise number one of the draft, mainly because you it's probably a player you could get later, but maybe it's somebody he didn't want to wait on, so he took Kyle Pitts, tight end, Florida, and then Michael came on the board. Yeah. Uh... <clears throat> I was happy as hell to see the Kyle Pitts pick. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I took the uh, I took Tank Bigsby, who is my very close number two in the 2023 running back uh, class at this point in time. Is having a sensational year at Auburn. Uh, just seemed to make sense there. I need running back help in the future, and my team's also in the not really in the cusp of rebuilding, but I feel like I'm. I don't know how to explain it, but in the next couple of years, I might start falling apart. Uh, the pick after that was DJ Uyaga-Lale, quarterback from Clemson. Again, at 104, some people have him higher. Uh, Second-year Debbie makes sense to try to get your young, talented guys there at that point in time. And Mark came back with pick five, his first pick of the draft. So this was a this I got this pick in a trade moments before the draft started. Yep. I traded. Um, Christian McCaffrey, I received the his this guy's first and second round Devi, and then also his first round pick this year in the rookie draft, and then a second in the next two years. Um, 
I mean, for the most part, I wanted the Debbie picks. I got the rookie picks just thrown in just because they could get me maybe something. Just to have ammo. But, um, you know, I have a team that's not that – I mean, I actually won last year, but um, I have no quarterbacks. I'm aging out pretty badly overall, so I needed to just get some kind of fresh legs in there. So I took Isaiah Spiller, running back Texas A&M. The reason I didn't go with a quarterback is because in this league, I have Trevor Lawrence coming onto my team from my first pick last year. I mean, Eli, you're making faces. Who who was your first pick last year? Let's not talk about that. Not yet. Not a little, not little yet. later on. Not let, yet. Let, not yet. Let, let me grieve longer. All right. Um, <laughs> after that, when a quarterback, Trey Lance, quarterback, North Dakota State, uh, at that point, he's probably – you know, one of the better quarterbacks to the left. Uh, a guy later on could have went ahead there, but this person probably just looking for that upside that Lance gives them. Then another surprising pick, uh, George Pickens, wide receiver, Georgia. I mean, this was before his big blow-up game, so I'm sure the owner's happy now, but still some question marks about this guy. Seems maybe some of them are getting answered, so hopefully it does work out. Maybe this will be a great pick for this guy, but at the moment, a little surprising. What what's surprising to me is the wide receivers that come off the board after. This is the first wide receiver taken in this class, in this draft, right here, right now. And then the list that we're going to give you here mm-hmm. for receivers later. Pretty good list. Is mind-boggling, and that's what's surprising to me here. Well, and, and to be honest, the only two wide receivers that were taken – in last year's draft that are still – sorry, three wide receivers taken in last year's draft that are still in college are Rondell Moore, Jamar Chase, and Justin Ross. So there are, are quite a few that were left in for this draft, which is not something we're seeing moving forward. So he did have a choice, but to him, he, I mean, he, he messaged me immediately and said he was shocked Pickens was even there. So he's very high on George Pickens, yep. which, again, the, the talent is there. And if Pickens works out to be where his talent is, this this is a steal. Right now, not so much. So we'll see. Right. He was then followed up with Richard Bateman, wide receiver, Minnesota. Probably a wide receiver that could have went ahead of Pickens. More immediate return, possibly better. But again, I would say Pickens probably does have a higher ceiling than Bateman. But Bateman is way, 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 way safer. And to me, that safer option would have been a better option. After that came Eli's first pick. He went quarterback in the first round again. I don't know. Yeah. That's an omen. It's an omen. Eh, hopefully not. Um, damn, the, I, I picked the, this guy one draft, too. I hope it's not. <laughs> right. Uh, so the pick we're talking about, uh, this is actually my first Debbie League, was uh, Debbie Empire. And um, a couple things here. First one is – the differences you see from league to league, um, you know, if we overlay the two we talked about last week and then we overlay the two we're going to talk about tonight, there's a lot of difference there. The pick we're talking about is 107 last year, I think it was, 108, something like that. 106 I, last year. Was it 106? So last year, 106 in this league, I took Jake Fromm, quarterback, Georgia. <laughs> and then that pick was then followed up by – <clears throat> I'm sorry, I, I threw up a little bit right there. The pick that followed Jake Fromm, my pick, was Justin Fields. 
Or the pick after that was J.K. Dobbins or Justin Herbert or <laughs> Travis Etienne or Chubba Hubbard or Tua Tagovailoa or Rondell Moore or Jerry Judy or Cam. I mean, we're just gonna so you doubled down this year and took Stetson Ben Bennett the fourth. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. Southern Eastern Ohio <laughs> California University. Uh, no, actually, this year I went with Kyle Trask, quarterback, Florida at one hundred and nine. Uh, we've talked about him a lot the past few weeks, and. The more and more I see of him this year, the more I like him. Uh, the LSU game, to me, was uh, – I actually, even with the two interceptions, I actually liked seeing the two interceptions and then how he Respond. kind of responded, turned it around, and, I mean, 474 yards and two touchdowns, something like that. Um, I was say, let's, let's, let's be honest. This was one, not one of his best games, and he still threw for 472 yards. Yeah. And this isn't looked at as one of his best games. So, so that's how good this yeah. guy's playing. Yeah. Underneath the lights, um, I like I like what he showed. He, I, I think he's really impressing this year, and I think he's got an opportunity to do a lot in the NFL. So um, I need to rebuild that quarterback here, obviously, with last year's pick not working out in any way, shape, or form. Um, is, is this a league you, you traded for Joe Burrow, right? Yeah, so I have Joe Burrow also. Um, yeah, so I mean it worked out. But I mean, the rest you, you of my it. Um, quarterback situation isn't great. But yeah, so next year uh, going into the year off, Kyle Trask, Joe Burrow, and Kirk Cousins. So pretty decent start to the rebuild there. So Kyle Trask, uh, one hundred nine. Um, so Mark, uh, Michael, this is kind of what you were talking about here. We saw George Pickens go one hundred seven. The two picks after mine, one ten and one eleven. So after George Pickens, we saw Rashad Bateman go off the board of wide receiver, and then 110, Devonta Smith, wide receiver, Alabama, and then 111, Mark. Mark's pick, yep. I took Jalen Waddle, wide receiver, Alabama. Probably so there's three, three wide receivers that went after George Pickens in this draft, and, I mean, there's still a group of them yeah. that I'd rather have even, even in the second round. So um, I was very happy to get Waddle, I believe, my first share. Um, this is, like I said, this is a team that I won with the previous year. So it has players on it. And I'm just trying to make moves to kind of get it back to where it was. My, my biggest thing is just quarterback. I I've been just decimated at the quarterback position. I, I, at one point in this league was forced to start Andy Dalton. And when Dak Prescott was still healthy, it ended up being the day the game Prescott hurt his ankle. So I don't know how, what that's supposed to say. We were in Salem. But, yeah. Um, but my other quarterbacks are Sam Darnold. I, I picked up Mike Lennon at one point, Jameis Winston, and Nick Mullins. So not so high, the, uh, high quality guys. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> again, Trevor Lawrence is coming in. So and then pick 12 was also a quite surprising pick. Um, this is this is a guy that plays in the, our C two C leagues with us, so I don't know if he believed we were really high on C J Stroud, quarterback from Ohio State, and thought one of us was going to jump Take for him. him. I haven't even go in a single draft since he, he before did. this since anything. So it was quite surprising to me to see him take. This could be the Jake Stroud Brown there. pick. Well, this 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 was the first pick. This was the first draft that he had been in. Because he wasn't in the first two that we discussed last uh, last week, so this is the first one that he was in. He's not in shadows. 
Oh, maybe he is in shadows. Is he in shadows? Yeah, he is in shadows. But it was an open. But it was an open. It was an open one. Yeah, this, is, this was his so. First. This is the second year. This was his first second year, Debbie. Right. So, but that's what he was. He immediately messaged me because I told him that I thought CJ Stroud here was a little bit of a, you know, surprising pick. And I mean, he's an Ohio State guy. He loves taking Ohio State players. I mean, just what he does. You know. So I mean, yeah. You know. Now, granted, this guy. Also made a trade right before the draft. He traded uh, Alvin Kamara for the guy's three Debbie picks. So at this point of the draft, he had the 110, 112, 2 1, and 2 3. So, I mean, kind of like we talked about with Michael before, where he had a few picks in a draft and he was able to kind of push some of the upside of guys. It, you know, he has the picks to hopefully make up for this. But I mean, we, we don't know what Trout could be. He could be a great pick. You know, he could be the next, mm-hmm. you know, Justin Fields pick at this point. He gets him years before the rest of us. It's just he probably could have got him in the second yeah. or third round. But that's – You could have got him with the last pick in the third round. That's the risk that you take right. there, right, yeah. if you really want yeah. that guy. Go get him. All right. And, and with with us, and that's what we tell anybody who plays in a new league with us, if you are really high on guys – Take them because we don't wait yeah. around. We take them early and often. And we've, yeah. we've seen Brees Hall. You know what I mean? We've seen I, – I think all three of us have drafted Brees Hall in at least one place at this point now. Yeah. Oh, Because you just place. got your yeah. – I actually passed on him in the most recent league because I have enough shares of him <laughs> and needed quarterback more, but I was very much considering taking him again. But I was like, you know what? I own enough shares. Let me let me get somebody yeah, this, else in here. This the other pieces. A lot we still have so much to see out of most of these players that if you want to take that guy that's two, three years out, there's a lot of risk involved there, obviously. Um, I took Brees in so. several spots last year. But and, how are you gonna feel? I mean and, and and I I took him with a hope. I mean, at that point in time, you know, it, it we had saw we had seen it, but it was one year. You know, I mean it wasn't you know, the two year window that we've seen now. And, you know, in this draft, it was just the only reason why he got taken last year was because, you know, it just happened to be that, you know, I had taken him in a few spots somewhere else and somebody started diving into digging in a little further to him. And he happened to fall to the third year and dude sniped him. I mean, basically when it comes to Brees anyways. And so any one of these players could be that exact same way, you know, and think about um, Nestle's are we do we're doing three round Debbies here. That yeah. third round, um, I mean, in fact, rookie drafts, a lot of times you're shooting for upside in that third round. Well, right. the most upside in a Debbie draft is that five star prospect that's two to three years out that you people haven't really seen yet, but he's got the intangibles. He's got the potential and he's got the talent. You grab those guys in the third round of your Debbie drafts. Yeah. You're not getting the immediate help. You're waiting a couple years, but two, three years down the road, you could potentially end up with the guy that's going in the top six of Debbie drafts. Oh yeah. Or, or down the road. Yeah. So, or, or first overall in some cases, a, with, you know, yeah. Hold another strategy to this over just drafting rookies year in and year out. So, Michael, what what was your best pick of the second round? Do you think uh, David Bell? You know, two hundred eight to you, Mark. I think was you know fantastic, especially in the second year, Debbie. 
Uh, I'm high on this guy. I mean, you could make a case for the guy after you or even my pick, you know, but for the most part, I think you got, I, I think David Bell got the, you know, the best value there. And my, and my least value or not my least value, but m- probably my biggest questionable pick in that one would be 201 Jameer Gibbs, just because of the value of where we've seen him go otherwise. Yeah. Um, I think he has high upside. I think he's going to be, you know, I think he'll be fine for a running back, but I just think at 201, it's just a little bit further than, you know, a little bit higher than where I would have with some of these other guys that went after him. I don't disagree, but yes, he did pick a two or three again, but if he believed that maybe, because I picked right after him that I was going to take Gibbs. I mean, you, you could be switching Garrett Wilson with Jameer Gibbs and it doesn't, I don't think changes really. No, Gibbs for, was, I mean, if Gibbs was still 203, I still think it's a... Right, but if, you know, if that guy's looking at, okay, that's who I want, I mean, he doesn't pick again until 310. Right, He's no, not getting yeah. them at 310. So, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Um, for me... Guy. I mean, we discussed Yeah, that. right. Yeah. right. And for me, yeah. it probably is Bryce Young, um, yeah. a guy we yeah. haven't seen go earlier than the third in most of our Debbie drafts at this point. You know, another quarterback we haven't seen anything from, so... Not much different than the C.J. Stroud pick. Five-star recruit looks great. Just, just you know, an, an odd pick. There. I, I don't like throwing. I don't like throwing the chance at bam a quarterback over so I many mean, other situational pieces. I mean, there. Bryce Young comes in with a lot of you know a lot of good things about him. One thing for me is his height and weight. He's not big. Um, he's not like a DJU where he's six four and two fifty. He's Five uh, eleven, I believe, and one ninety. Um, I mean, I did take Bryce Young in one of our C two Cs. That's because the quarterbacks dried up quick, yeah. Um, yeah. and I needed a second one. And he, and he has the upside. And, and I said, I hope he grows about an inch or two while I was in college because coming in at five eleven in, into the NFL is is a tough, hard, tough. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I, probably the biggest value. It's probably Javante Williams at two eleven, in a depleted draft where, yeah. you know, Gainwell Verdell actually went ahead of him. Um, you know, Javante has obviously some question marks, but I, I'm right now. I have I almost Gainwell. took him at two oh four to be honest. I I have him. I have Williams and Gainwell probably at the three four equal spot. Um, if Gainwell comes in the NFL the same size he is in college. It's going to easily be Williams for me at three, and to be honest, Williams has more upside as a full complete running back than Etienne does. Etienne's not going to move out of number two for me, but Etienne is a specialist Alvin Kamara type player, which we've seen can be great. But it's it's just he's he. I don't think he's a three down back like Javante Williams can be. That's Williams size. doesn't have as much upside, but. He's, so I think that pick there, two eleven, is a great pick. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. between the uh, two ten and the two eleven for the value there. Michael, I think you grabbing I'm on Ross St. Brown at two ten is good value. Um, but yeah, the uh, Javante Williams there at two eleven. Like I said, I actually considered him over CJ Burdell at two oh four. So then when I kept seeing him drop, I'm like, you've got to be kidding. He can't keep dropping. He can't. So. Um, <laughs> I was actually Riddell? surprised, uh, Javante Williams. I'm oh, actually Javante, surprised. Yeah. So I almost took Williams over Verdell. Right, right. I'm right. watching Williams drop, and I actually I was surprised he made it past you two there. 
I almost win him. I almost win Javante there myself, but I wanted to get an Armand Ra that's, share. That's, in, yeah, that's the hard part with this. And drafting with you, uh, you know, I figured I might as well go get him now. <laughs> yeah, I, I for me, I couldn't pass on Bell at that point. Um, he's yeah, he's easily my number one wide receiver in 2022, and coming out, even if he was coming out in this draft, he would probably be in the top three. Yeah, for me, so I couldn't couldn't look past there even for a running back. Right. This round three is weird. So yeah. I mean, I, I would have to say my best value would probably I, I don't even know uh, Eric Gray or, or or Mac Jones really. It, maybe I mean, Seth, it's probably maybe, maybe Seth Williams actually to Eli. I mean, I know Seth Williams hasn't been drafted in a couple of ours, but I mean, he's a guy who has you know good upside. I, I mean, my biggest reach in this one is JT Daniels. Yeah, I mean, I didn't quite understand that pick, but I, I would agree. I, it's probably Mac Jones or Seth Williams. Mac Jones, though, is is a great value for that team at three hundred eight, especially getting a quarterback. We've been seeing yeah. him. Well, not even that. We, we've been seeing Mac Jones go in the third round of an open Debbie draft at this point, right? So the fact that he fell into the third round of a of a depleted Debbie draft. You know, and then I know he has question marks. People aren't totally bought in, so I, I get it. But you know, to fall that far, falling behind, uh, you know, Bryce Young, falling behind JT Daniels, you know, CJ Stroud, quarterbacks that went you know way ahead of him, just it was a bit surprising. Um, Swess Williams in an open, you know, in, in a depleted draft like this, getting him in the third round is, you know, great. I just great value. Excited. Right, about and Seth that's, Williams. He's, <laughs> it's just he's kind he's, of, eh. yeah. <laughs> to me, to I mean, me, anyways. I mean, I mean, I consider so, him in, in the in my with my third round pick in the draft we're doing right now. It just when when Michael Mate forced me to go looking to this other wide receiver that I took, I couldn't him. pass on him. Forced, forced him. him. Forced no, him. The thing with Seth Williams is, I feel like he's the type of guy that, from a maybe film analytics standpoint the community is probably split right down the middle like we're saying like it's fine check some boxes you know looks good at certain things but you you can't pinpoint you know oh he's an amazing deep threat you can't pinpoint all these couple things he did look good over the weekend i like that play but oh yeah um, for sure he just he just it's just boring to me yeah but you know? i think that's the type of guy that nfl scouts are gonna look at and be like He's a well-rounded wide receiver, and he's got oh, absolutely great size for NFL. Like this guy's got an opportunity to go to a, like he. I would love to see him lined up across from like Devonte Adams and just fill out our wide receiver core. Like you're getting into that Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley territory to me there, where you've got two dynamic wide receivers, and it's really hard to cover. You really think Green Bay is going to go receiver though? No, they'll you guys probably been, go fullback. You guys have been holding. You guys have, <laughs> you guys have been holding out hope for wide receivers for like five years now. Are you sure you're really? Gonna, you're still hanging on to that, huh? Cup of tea. <laughs> Who was your biggest reach, Eli? Did you have one? Was it JT Daniels? Is it across the board here? Or? I think yeah, we were kind of talking about that earlier too. I yeah, think probably JT Daniels. Um, I do like the two uh, wide receiver picks at the very end of the draft. I do too. Yeah, but, um, I like that running back pick too. I mean, I know he hasn't really caught in the other ones, but I like that too. You know, the upside alone. It's another out there pick. The only other, the only other pl- pick here that I'm looking at that might I might 
kind of throw in there would be Pat Fryermuth. Um, it's this just is a tight a end. It's a tight end premium. 0.5. Yeah, it, it is a tight end premium because I do all most of all my leagues with tight end premiums, but it's just to make them worth anything. I, <laughs> you have to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just I don't know if I just we just haven't seen him taken in any of the other ones that we do, so I just I don't know if it's really granted. Kyle Pitts is usually in the third round. So when Pitts going in that first round, right. I think that put, pushes Friar Muth up a little bit because you know he is the clear second tight end in this you know, I don't think there's any other so tight ends in this class. I, I believe Brevin Jordan is in it. Oh yeah. I don't know right. <laughs> he's that great, but he's there. I mean he's probably the third best one. It's just I mean Pitts is in a league of his own. I mean, yeah, he's a, just call him a hybrid. So we shouldn't even call him tight end, right? No, he's a, he's definitely a wide receiver, basically wanna, a tight end, playing tight end. So we want to yeah, recap uh, the uh, first round. Just roll yeah, through yeah. that. Let me roll right through it real quick. Yeah, I can do that for you. That's not a problem. Stop being so bossy tonight, God. Uh, <laughs> one hundred one. It was Bijan Robinson, running back at Texas. One hundred two. Kyle Pitts, tight end, Florida. Number three, Tank Bigsby, running back Auburn. Four was DJ Uyaga Lale, quarterback at Clemson. Five was Isaiah Spiller, running back Texas A&M. Uh, six was Trey Lance, quarterback North Dakota State. Seven was George Pickens, wide receiver Georgia. Eight was Rashad Bateman, wide receiver Minnesota. Nine, Kyle Trask, quarterback of Florida. Ten was Devontae Smith, wide receiver of Alabama. 11 was Jalen Waddell, wide receiver of Alabama. And 12th was C.J. Stroud, quarterback of Ohio State. Does that satisfy your needs there, uh, Dictator? Oh, it does. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Return of the Empire. It's a open player pool. First year Debbie. Uh, so obviously the, the draft is going to look significantly different than the one that we went through earlier uh, in Empire. Yeah, I know. Empire, Return. Got it. Mark. Yeah. Anyways, with the first pick, obviously, I think that there's no secret here. Trevor Lawrence. Is there a more surefire pick for a number one overall in every draft? I mean, it's going to be all rookies, all Debbie draft. He's going to probably go first, especially in Superflex. I, I've, I haven't even thought of any surefire number ones like that. I think everybody's got – Andrew the chips Luck. are all in. You know I, mean, I mean, Andrew Luck, I mean – Peyton probably was back then maybe, when maybe but fantasy wasn't Barkley. really. I mean, he was, but but is he as surefire as getting a quarterback who probably is going to play for? I just can't think of years. I, I don't. Know, I just in, in just a super flex. I can't think of a quarterback in that class that went above Barkley. So maybe Barkley. I, I think Barkley's. I was trying to think the same thing. What's his draft mm-hmm. class? Eighteen. Uh, yeah, um, eight, yeah. This would have been 18. his. 18, 18, right? 19, this would have been, yep. been his third season. Yeah, 18. Because he, he so played I, his full first. So Baker came out that year. So it would have been if you if yeah, Baker I won Baker, I don't think he did. Not consensus, no. Yeah, not consensus. So, I mean, no. basically Trevor Lawrence. It would have been Barkley. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So Yeah, but, I mean, let's be honest. There are going to be people who take Trevor Lawrence first overall in non super flex leagues. I, I would not be surprised to see him. I, if he doesn't go first, he'll definitely go top five. I mean, I just I don't see how. I in mean, that'll be I mean, not not a lot of them, but he will in some. Yeah, for sure. You're gonna have one person who's gonna just take it. 
that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't think of one. I mean, even with Andrew Luck, I don't know if he went top five in some. So uh, yeah, maybe Kyler then, Murray, really. if you felt like Kyler Murray was. A, I don't think he did, though. But like, I, even I, I didn't. Even I didn't take him that early in a non. Highest I think I saw him go was seven in in leagues I drafted. So, and that was because the guy decided that I don't know that Murray was worth it at that point in time. So, with that said, the second pick was Justin Fields again. Same situation. I mean, this seems like to be the one-two consensus in superflex leagues. You know, maybe not so high in obviously one quarterback leagues, but you got to figure Devi and rookie. Those are going to probably be the one-two in superflex leagues. Easily. No doubt Number three, I, mean, I I could see somebody sneaking a running back in to two though at that point. Hey, yeah, I, I, I could see that happening, or even Jamar Chase, or or Devonta Smith. I guess it would depend on what your basic need is that you need right away. I if you're it, finding it quarterback, matter, it shouldn't matter. Well, a lot always... of people for rookies is for rookies though. That's usually what happens. They they matter. You know, trade down. I, well, I know if that's the case. Trade down if that's the case. Trade down. Not even that. Take Fields and then trade whatever other quarterback you seem to have on your roster for probably two other running backs just as good as the rookie you're going to get. Yeah, I mean, that's the strategy I would use, but not everybody's but I, that I, way. I could see somebody taking someone over Justin Fields. Just oh, yeah. I mean, this next guy, the guy I took at three, I had the third pick, and that's Najee Harris, running back of Alabama. You know, he's my consensus running back one in this class. <clears throat> I had enough Brees Hall at that point, so I kind of just let it slide and just go with Najee, try to diversify a little bit. Uh, when you're in as many Debbie drafts as us, it's very important to diversify. Oh, yeah. You know, you definitely, like we discussed it before, you don't want to take one guy and go across the board. And uh, Eli, you had the fourth pick in this class uh, draft, so. I did. And I uh, actually, I got a shot at Brees Hall here and I took it. So I uh, did not. I, I felt good either way, Najee or Brees Hall. Um, but I believe on the last episode, they heard us telling you to take. Oh, no, no, that was the Spiller pick. Never mind. <laughs> that was the Spiller pick, yeah. That was the Spiller pick. That's right. Never mind. That was, no, it was two. It was last episode. Because. Uh, yeah, no, I, I was thinking we were telling you to take Brees Hall because you were like, oh, I don't want to take the uh, end year. Yeah. But I think that was Spiller in a different draft. Yeah. yeah. And then I did take Brees Hall during the episode, and you said something about it. Um, yeah, my only share uh, with the sophomore season, he's putting up right now. Impressive. So uh, excited to see what he does next year. This, you know, taking him here at 104. I mean, at this point, I'd easily rather have him over ETN. Yeah, I just couldn't pull the trigger on EDN with the question marks that I have. No size, doubt about it. How much of a specialist he is. Brees Hall is, he, he profiles as an all purpose back at the next level. I mean, we discussed this last, you know, I have Brees higher, you know, than Najee. You have him higher than Najee, I think, yeah. Yep. And, I mean, and, and that's, and I, yeah, and I took Najee, but, I mean, this was more a diversification situation than it was anything. But I also think Najee is still very close to Brees. I'm just afraid that, I'm just hoping that Najee doesn't get typecasted at the next level. You know, he gets stuck in a situation where he's, oh, the one-two thumper, and that's it. Yeah. So. Definitely more than that. Yeah, it, well, I mean, they're they're doing it to Josh Jacobs, who wasn't even the thumper at Alabama. So who knows? Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, <laughs> could be <laughs> Najee. You know what I mean? It's yeah. So uh, and with the fifth pick, it was Travis Etienne. You know, running back at Clemson. So, like I'm, you said, at this point, Hall over Etienne, but Etienne should still be up there. Uh, and then at number six, it was Jamar Chase, wide receiver of LSU. Our consensus wide receiver one here at six. I think that's a great, a great grab. 
Uh, seven was Trey Lance, quarterback at North Dakota State. Again, consensus. Well, I don't want to say consensus three, but right around the three range for all three of us. Three, four range for. I would say he's probably us. four because I, I think I'm the only one with him at three at this point. Yeah, we, we Eli and I had him at four. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight was Bijan Robinson, running back at Texas. You know, my my number one ranked 2023 running back right now. Interchangeable tank, Bigsby, obviously, who did not go in the first round in this one, surprisingly. He actually fell quite far. We had, uh, a, lot of the, we had a lot of quarterbacks in this first round. Yeah, number nine was Zach Wilson, quarterback at BYU. <laughs> number 10 was Sam Howell, quarterback at UNC. And that brought us to Miss. Mark Omst over there with the 11th pick of the first round. So, I mean, I was sitting here at this draft. Um, this was actually the guy I was hoping to get with the 11th pick because, I mean, I knew I wasn't getting Lawrence Fields. That wasn't happening. And I didn't think Trey Lance would fall to me either, which he didn't. Um, but I took my fourth uh, rated quarterback, your guys' third, and Kyle Trask, quarterback from Florida. Um, I need a quarterback in this league. It's it's a team that just barely missed the playoffs. So, you know, I could be a little bit of a, a contender. I believe I have Saquon sitting on my R, so I'll get him back. So quarterback help was a need. Plus, I have no Kyle Trask, and I wanted at least a share of him. And I I was sweating it out when I started to see this quarterback run going. I'm, I'm like, oh, boy. Luckily, luckily, Sam Howell probably is rated higher than him in most people's rankings of quarterbacks. So, uh, that probably helped me to get Trask because I was really hoping he'd fall. And then, Michael, you followed it up with a, another great pick, I believe, at the end of this first oh, round. Yeah. yeah, I traded up here. I, I moved my 203 in my first round rookie pick and moved up to grab Devontae Smith, wide receiver of Alabama, who, you know, he's creeping up. He's, he's going up people's draft boards, and I didn't have a share. Kind of wanted one here at this point and, and went through it. I just wanted to point out real quick, though, that with this draft being wide open player pool, Trey Lance went, what was it I say, 107? Yep. I got Trey Lance in a second round, Debbie, at 211. So it, it, it's crazy to see what happens with these. And now, granted, the one that I got him at 211, it was three of us who had 50% of the picks. So it was easier to be able to reach and do stuff and – you know, kind of play around with the draft, but still to get him at two eleven at that point, it's just crazy to see Trey Lance be that wide of a range for me. You know, I, I took know. him one hundred two in a, a draft. We'll talk about late um, next week, and that was a that's a, a depleted draft, but still took him one hundred two. Draft, yeah. I mean, it, it's crazy to see that. I mean, we I don't think there's really anybody else that's had that quite wide of a range. Mac Jones. Did he go in the first somewhere in a depleted draft? I don't think I so. I think he kept on to the second. He wouldn't. Did he fall to the second, or was it? did he go in the late first and one? I, we'll discuss it when we do, but I just happened to notice it while we were sitting here talking about Trey Lance. Just kind of surprised me, because I remember getting him at 211 and, you know, having to see this here in a in an open player pool and having that high, so. Uh, let's do uh, what we do a reach and a uh, best value pick. Right? Let me say round, something. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at rounds one through two here. Could we have not had uh, this? Is like a perfect draft. 
The only reach I would say it was probably from round one, and it was probably Zach Wilson at the value pick. That he yeah, I would agree there. But other than yeah, that, we uh, round two, around. round two looks like I could move somebody from round two up to round one easily and drop Zach Wilson down to round two. Yeah, Isaiah Spiller, Tank Bigsby, oh, Rondell Moore, Jalen Waddle, DJ. I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't put Moore in the first round, but I wouldn't put I wouldn't put Brown in the first round either. Well, I mean, I I could I David could, Bell. I could see DJ. Yeah, DJ Uyagalale. Yeah. I mean, uh, so so with that being said, who's your best value pick at this round? I mean, this seems like there's a lot of value here in general for the most part. Probably for me, probably Javante Williams dropping all the way down to the end of round two. Two eleven. I mean, yeah. yeah. Two eleven. Two eleven. I was thinking him. I was also thinking Tank Bigsby at two oh six. I believe easily yeah, first round in a lot of our drafts. That that was DJ Uyagalale at two hundred five, right? Spiller at two hundred four, David Bell at two twelve, Jalen Waddle yeah. two. I, I mean, this say, is yeah. I mean, obviously, it's an open pool. A good draft. Pool, I, I would have to say that probably my only questionable value pick would probably be Mac Jones of the second round at the two hundred nine spot to two hundred eight, and that's just because we seem to go in the third. In most mm-hmm. other drafts, you know, whether open, open player pool or even second year, that's probably my only spot that I would say, and eh, you know, we could probably take him out of the second and move him to the third. Yeah, I mean, that, I, mean that I don't, I don't think Mac Jones heavy, is a pick. heavy quarterback for that owner. Yeah, uh, he took he took Zach Wilson, Matt Jones, and then Keaton Slovis in the third round. So he yep. was definitely going for those quarterback. Oh, probably um, be two for three. I mean, he had, what, five picks, six picks? He had six picks, and he took ETN, Pickens, and Garrett Wilson otherwise. So, I mean, he probably just felt like he was just going to load up on quarterback with his three other picks. So. Yeah, I just, you know, just he, – he went heavy, but he I feel like he really swung for the fences with Mac Jones and Zach Wilson, hoping they hit. You know, those are probably two of the bigger question mark guys at this point, so – and probably those are the boom probably bots. reached on both, quote unquote, reached on both. Because yeah. I mean, we've seen Zach Wilson go in the first round. I mean, it doesn't necessarily, you know, just because we. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't a depleted draft though. Right. Yeah. I mean, in first round. So. And Mac Jones. You're talking about. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, the second round I think is just riddled with value. I mean, the third round's got All some. Third round's got some value there too. No, there's, I mean, there's lots of value. There. I mean, Hubbard. Uh, fell all the way to 302, which we've seen him fall quite a bit. But um, I mean, to me, to my surprise, he fell that far. I mean, I mean, even, he, even with the downfall, he's still going in the second round typically. Yeah, I, I just to see him at 302. I mean, you could say Terrace Marshall at 301. You know, uh, Kevin Harris. Kevin Harris is a surprising pick, but I mean, that was a guy that I've been kind of keeping an eye on. I have oh, a I list of like guys that I keep an eye on. And his numbers in, in play style is very impressive. Well, I, I will say the day of this pick, there was a tweet. I don't remember who put it out about Kevin Harris and the numbers and what he was doing. So Sophomore um, breakout. Right. So I, I'm not sure if the owner saw that and kind of <laughs> clued him in to go look at him. And stuff like that. Um, I, I mean, mean I've, already, I've already had him along with look that. this guy. <laughs> oh, look. There he is right there. See? Sophomore breakout, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sincere McCormick. Yeah, I mean, oh, I love Sincere McCormick so much. Julian Fleming falling to the mid-third. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you know, 
you could make a case for Spencer Rattler at two twelve, a three twelve. You know, I mean, yeah. even even if you're not super high on him, you yeah. could make that that's, case. Uh, I mean, that's the perfect example there of what kind of value. Uh, those guys are the guys that are going to shift down out of this draft and end up in the rookie draft. So, right. I mean, I'm Pitts not sure the third nine. round really even has a bad pick. I don't really see a quote-unquote really. reach or, or, or bad value pick there. I mean, I the mean, only Kevin one Kevin Harris hasn't been going in drafts, but I mean, but I mean, he could with just, everything, yeah, right. I mean, I mean it could end up being a bad pick if if Marshawn Lloyd comes back next year and just takes the job and Kevin Harris falls off. But I mean, we could say the same thing about Zachary right. Evans, Jamar Gibbs. You know, we're hoping these guys are what they are, but that doesn't mean they don't get taken over by somebody else. I mean, look at um, look at uh, Keontae Ingram. Ingram, yeah. yeah I mean, he Texas. Was a, Everybody yeah. expected him to be the guy this year and finally get the workload. And John Robinson, and I'm I'm not even sure who the second guy is, but Ingram's not even the number two back on that team anymore. Yeah. I so, mean, overall, though, I think this is actually a pretty pretty well balanced draft. I mean, you can't really, you know, I, I'm starting to see in the third rounds, uh, which if you go back and take a look at some of the other stuff, some of these third rounds, there's some players that are kind of sneaking in that nobody's really paying attention to. I mean, you know, I was able to do it with Brees Hall, you know, a couple of years ago when he was a freshman and then, you know, he went in Debbie empire, but he didn't go in any of the other ones that were second year. Uh, you know, so, I mean, I think you could start seeing that with some of these guys, you know, a guy like Kevin Harris and uh, you know, Frank Ladson and EJ Williams, you know, Mark, you did both those guys in two separate drafts just to go get them. So just to have each of them and to see what, Hope one of them breaks out at least. Oh, and both do, but I, I wanted a share of each. Just I'm surprised just you haven't gone after the other guy. I I don't like him as much. Um, as you as you. I say he he's the that he's like the the, the non speed one of the three that I don't know. It, I, for him, for, he's the one I could see being the is least he productive. Slightly bigger. I know they're no, all he's the same size. Same size. Are they the same size? Same size. They're all six three. I mean, their weights are, are all different, but they're all six three. I mean, you might as well try to go get a Jew Jew somewhere and just say, fuck it. I might as well just take all the Clemson players. <laughs> no, probably, probably won't do that. No, okay. I just, right. Looking at his profile, he doesn't he doesn't scream to be the, an alpha one like the other two seem to be. This draft, this is my third round pick right here. I've been holding, putting him off for the last three, <laughs> the last three drafts. So. <laughs> And that's going to do it here at the Dynasty Academy this week. I am Michael Washington Weeks. And, of course, Mark Ongst and Eli Manuel. Have a good night and stay safe. The end. All right. All right. You want to hear something funny? Yeah, I'm, always. I'm in a chat on, on Sleeper, and a guy posted this chart that shows 2020 running back touches versus yards from scrimmage. And his comment is volume is king. If you can predict that. I was like, oh, groundbreaking. Who would have known? If you get volume, you get yards. If you get yards. <laughs>